don't know about you, but it's been really fun for me over the last couple days to, to watch all the places our hashtag the church goes with you I've banners loved have gone. It. Yeah. The, the church has got a pretty sweet life. It's yeah, it making does. me Instagram envious along the way <laughs> because it's been to the McCartney concert. Yep. It, it's been to annual conference. Oh, wait, I got to go to that. Um, <laughs> it's been all sorts of places. Yeah. I can't wait to see when it goes to the mountains and to the beach. And you know, It's at the, the beach right now. It, that's true. It is at the beach right now. So mm-hmm. what is y'all's favorite beach that y'all have like been to? Ooh. Y'all go first. Have a good one. Okay. So, <laughs> my favorite stalwart beach, the beach that I just is home for me, okay. is yeah. South Padre Island. All right. Yeah, I've been probably 20 times in my 35 years on the earth, and it is just, it's like home, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's the place where I continually try to talk my parents into buying a, a, a retirement home in so I could come see them, and yet they still Smart. refuse. They decide Waco is oh. the place they want to live. I'm but, sorry. you know, what can we do? Um, they're easier to get to in Waco, but That's true. <laughs> and things like medical access and stuff like that, they think are important. But I guess you know. I, um, I, you know, I, I went two directions with this, and I kind of thought about like my home beach, which is actually in Saint uh, Port Lucie, Florida, which is at like a very, you know, it's not a touristy spot, but that's where I have family, Sweet. and that's where my uncle's boat is. So you know, you get beach and like out into the ocean, and it's wonderful and just good time. So I really just think of like family when I think of it. But when I think of like beauty of beaches, mm, yeah. Um, when I was younger, my aunt and uncle took me to um, Oahu and Sweet. Hawaii. Nice. And like just the blues of the ocean were mm. incredible. I still haven't been to Hawaii. I want to go really bad. It's good. It was good. I would. I would go back. Okay, well, I did I did have a previous favorite that was in California, but I do have to say after going to Barcelona, the beaches in Barcelona were pretty nice, just aesthetically, and, like, the people are really cool. Everybody's just, like, having a good time in Barcelona. So Barcelona is now my favorite uh, favorite beach. I got a really bad sunburn at South Padre, so maybe that oh, one would yeah, have taken the cake. Brings yeah. it down a little down bit. Down a notch or two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it taints the memory a little bit, so... In Port Aransas, I had a bad encounter with the jellyfish that <laughs> still, uh, you haunts know, you. haunts me to this day. Uh, today, if you can't tell, if hopefully we're not getting too much wind noise along the way, but we are at the beach here That's in Corpus right. Christi, yeah. Texas today. Uh, our students are here on mission trip, and they are working incredibly hard, and we are cheerleading them from the beach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great telling David Mickey at the last site that we went and visited this morning, this afternoon, and seeing his face of like, oh, and what are y'all up to next? And us responding. Hey, we're going, going to the beach. To the beach. <laughs> yeah. For the podcast. It's all in the aim of digital discipleship. That's right. It, and then that is a huge part of what's happening this week. Not the digital side of discipleship, but discipleship in a powerful way. Over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about how discipleship can be defined as when people move from being recipients of the church's ministry. Yeah to being responsible for it. And one of the cool things about this week is we get to be shown what that looks like by the youngest or some of the youngest people in our church because they're taking responsibility for this mission of Jesus Christ to say, how can we live and love in the name of Jesus? In such an intentional way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
Welcome to the Gather, Grow, Go podcast. I'm Pastor Daniel. I'm Pastor Melissa. And I'm Jess Kiefer. We're so glad you're here with you. Marianne is hanging out in the background here, waving at the microphone because that's helpful. Um, (laughs) She's really just at the beach. She is just at the beach, enjoying life. She does have a binder. Like, she looks like... She's not even enjoying the views. Yeah. She's actually working. Um, and, and that's good. We're proud. We if we if she wasn't working, we wouldn't would have to actually be working right now too. So um, but we're thankful that you're here. We're glad that you joined us in this summer of journey. Last week we were at annual conference. This week we're here in Corpus Christi at the beach. And next week we will be going to Mars with Vacation Bible School. Know that there are still volunteer opportunities available for you. If you are a ministry-safe, uh, vetted adult, we'd love to have you be a part of uh, our journey to Mars next week. Help some young people really experience yeah. in some powerful ways um, stuff that's coming up. So this week, we're at the beach. We're yeah. in Corpus Christi, not just to be on the beach. Though the students will have their moment to come out to the beach. But we're here with a thing called CTCYM. Perhaps you heard us talk about it um, online or in person. But what that stands for is the Central Texas Conference Youth in Missions. And so we are a part of a living center that has our church. We're also with Trinity United Methodist Church in Arlington. And we're with First United Methodist Church of Temple as well. And these three churches have come together to create one of many living centers throughout the coast of Texas that are here to serve God, to become the hands and feet of Christ. It has been pretty cool. Now, I just got here about an hour ago, and so I've only been to one of our work sites. Y'all have been here all day. Um, What kind of work are our students doing this week? Um, I know two of the groups we visited today are building ramps uh, for two more elderly people in the community who... Um, do not want to move from their houses, but have since fallen ill. I know one one gentleman that's living in the house uh, is has rec- I think more recently uh, gotten himself into a wheelchair, and so they're they're just building these accommodations uh, for uh, for them. And and the other one was a veteran, the the oldest. It was the oldest female veteran yeah. from World War II. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Lives, that's pretty cool. Lives here, so that so that's pretty cool. That's who they're working for. Um, yeah, I saw some post holes being dug too at the last mm-hmm. house. So yeah, there's just a lot of construction. We saw some paint drying already. <laughs> like they're that's okay. how fast they're moving. They've already yeah. got coats of paint on things and um, getting that situated. And we're getting situated to move on to the next task. And had construction coordinators coming in and out to bring them more supplies already, like glass windows and. Um, but I think one of my favorite things is, is we were, you know, later in this podcast, we're going to drop some audio for mm-hmm. y'all to hear um, Kiefer talking with some of these students. And I kind of got to stand on the side and, and watch as um, Kiefer and Daniel and Marianne interacted with the students and asking mm-hmm. them about what's it already like, what's it, um, what's the experience been like. And so many of them have already talked about this the stories of their clients that they get to serve. Yeah. And there's something powerful about that, like in missions, not just on this mission trip, but I think it's something true of, of so much of what you come to do isn't to just like build a wheelchair ramp, right. but it's to come and be a good neighbor. Mm. Yeah, a lot of times when we are engaged in a mission like this, we think of the gift that we are offering as the wheelchair ramp that's built or the paint that's placed on a house or the windows that are replaced along the way. And and that is important, that's a part of it, meeting the physical need for folks. But the bigger part 
is, is seeing, looking people in the eye mm-hmm. and, and seeing the God image that lives and breathes in them and acknowledging them exactly where they are and saying, we are here not because of your need, but because of who you are. Yeah. Um, and God's meeting you exactly where you are. And so are we. And, and that is, um, that's where the transformation happens. You know, the physical transformation is sometimes easier to spot, right? It, it's clear in pictures. But I'm going to encourage you all over these next couple of weeks as our students get back home to ask to hear their stories. Yeah. Ask because you can hear the stories of transformation when you just ask them about their experience. Because I hope they'll tell you about the fun they had. I hope they tell you about the, the scavenger hunt that we're going to do later tonight. And I hope they tell you about worship and all of that. But more importantly than all of it, I hope that we hear together the stories of their engaging in the name of Jesus in relationship with, uh, with folks who are in need this week um, and, and how we can both learn and grow at the same time. Yeah, you. I was actually blown away by one of the students' responses earlier, and I'll, it'll be in this later, but I, he's, I asked him, like, you know, what are you hoping to get out of this or give to this this week? And his response was that I, he was hoping to learn, and he said the word learn, and I was like, we're not really here to teach. Like, we're not, <laughs> we're not teaching you anything. And so I can only, you know, and based on the rest of his response, he, he, was, he really is just in the mindset of being here to learn by doing things for people and looking people in the eye, like you said, uh, Daniel. And so it, it's, it's cool to watch the, the mindset of the students. I always love being with youth um, mm. just because they have such a fresh and new outlook on everything. So. Yeah, I, and, and I think one of the things that that learning mindset reminds us is often when we come in mission, we can think of ourselves as the superheroes, right? Yeah. We're coming with all the tools. We're coming with all the, the financial means to make the thing happen. We've got all the equipment. We've got the people. We've got the labor. We've got the wood. We've got all of it, right? Um, and it's not about us being the superheroes and putting a cape on, flying into the situation, fixing one tiny thing, and then leaving. Yeah. That's not where the transformation comes right? That's important. I mean, losing the superhero cape is important too, but the active work is important, but the transformation that happens in the lives of the people we serve and also in the lives of the people who are serving is a powerful thing. Yeah. I think we come, we come to encounter God. Mm. So really what we're doing is such the small piece of it. And I think that's a line that you hear that sometimes maybe even falls on um, ears that have heard it one too many times, sure. but um, the stories that come back are stories of, I thought I was going to bless someone, mm-hmm. but instead I was blessed yeah. in the going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in that it's it's hearing the story, um, whether they say it in these words or not, but that I encountered God. Mm-hmm. And that is that's a powerful it's the it's the Moses going into the cleft of the mountain and mm. and, and looking out and seeing that God had just walked by and yeah. um, that's what we encounter when we come on mission trip I'm reminded in the Sermon on the Mount Jesus uh, invites people to be salt and light and to mm-hmm. let their light so shine before all men that yeah. they can see their good works and give praise to God in heaven and often we think of when we're called to be that light um, our light shining and everybody else on the outside of our group seeing the light and giving praise to God in heaven. But I think one of the things we see in mission trip is that we see the light in each other's eyes along the way, yeah. right? We see the light in, in our neighbor as they tell their story of transformation from their work site. We see the light in the eyes of the cooks who have sacrificially given their week to wake up really early <laughs> and cook for a lot of hungry young people. Yes. Um, 
And I think each and every one of those is a moment where the light has clicked on and, and people can see the good works that are happening and give glory to God. And so a lot of times we think of that as an externally focused deal, like let the outsiders see our good works and give glory to God. But sometimes it's the insiders who need to see it too. Because while we often think of other people being coming jaded with Jesus language, sometimes we can do that as well, right? We can become, yeah, of course we do this. This is what we do. It's mission trips every year. It's, it's family reunion mission trip time. Yeah. So I invite you to to hear some of these stories from the work sites where um, we went out and talked to people. Hear it with fresh ears. Amen. Jeff, what oh, are you doing You're going to ask the question. I'm going to ask the question. What yeah. am I doing today? Well, well yeah. let me tell you. So we're going to try to change the angle of this ramp and make it easier for these people to get in and out. Okay. And we're trying to save as much that's already here so that we can reuse it. All right. So we're kind of in a deconstruction mode right now. Deconstruction. Yes. Cool. And it's going well. When are y'all hoping to flip into construction mode? Uh, I think we'll be able to do, or we're hoping to get this part separated today and then start construction tomorrow. Like size, wow. Oh, that's my butt! <laughs> Wesley? What are you looking forward to most this week? Um, I want to like hear more stories from our client. I want to help her and help her family with everything that we can do. Just help build a ramp to make life a bit more easy. What are you doing today, Andreas? Uh, today we are helping Mr. Richard Haas with his um, with his backyard while rebuilding his post and his for his uh, front porch. We're replacing one of his window panes. Um, we just got through painting the boards for the posts. Nice. But your four foot's right here, Monty, right? So the post is on. All right, Wesley, out. tell me some more about your client. Oh, she is the oldest uh, woman veteran uh, in the United States. Uh, she served in World War II, and she uh, decoded Japanese uh, messages. Wow. Crazy, right? See, that is really crazy. Is. Can you tell me anything more about Mr. Haas? Um, he has rescued dogs, like he saved dogs from the hurricanes, and um, he likes to talk. <laughs> uh, he's a good guy. Um, yeah, right. he owns for like five fishing boats or something like that. Cool. And he makes a uh, shell shell art. Shell art? Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna have to see some of that. You say he talks a lot. What does he talk a lot about? Um, it, it depends on where we are on our location. Because on the side of the house, he talked about how his son, um, he told his son to go paint the windows, but instead of painting the actual frame he painted the actual window um, he was talking about how he goes how he was able to go fishing he's a cancer survivor as well he talked about that um, wow. it, it just depends he'll just talk about everything honestly can you tell me about like what you did today what I did today? Yeah, personally. Um, well, we took about an hour getting all the wood out of the trailer, so that, nice. took, okay. that took pretty long. Um, we um, did a lot of measuring and cutting on getting the 5x5 box ready for a platform, and okay. we 
Um, I did the lunch devotional today, so that was really interesting on how you talked about rebuilding a community and letting everybody in, even when other people don't think that other people should be inviting the community. Everybody's invited, so. I like that. Everybody's invited. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping to just get a lot more just knowledge and just just hope for people and just kind of give them hope that even when things may not be looking so good, things not be may not be going so well, that there is still hope and that there are people in the world that like us who do that for a reason because we want to warm other people's hearts on even if they aren't as fortunate as other people and just giving them hope and having them giving us an opportunity to go in the world and do good. Thank you for joining us today on the Gather, Grow, Go podcast. I hope you have really enjoyed hearing from the young people who are engaging in the name of Jesus in some really transformative work this week. But know that I also hope that you don't stop hearing the few stories that are shared today, that you continue in the weeks to come hearing their stories along the way. If you are hearing this, you know how important this time of digital discipleship can be. So we'd love for you to to like us, rate us, review us in all the platforms that you encounter this, whether that's iTunes, SoundCloud, the church website. Also think about who in your life needs this kind of conversation as a part of their weekly walk with God, whether it's in their car, going to and from work, whether they're working out, mowing the yard, wherever that place is where they've got 30 minutes to give back to God and, and to grow as they walk through life because that's what we do. We gather as a community, we grow, and then we go. And so now that we have gathered, I'm going to invite you to a moment of growth. Let's grow this week by willingly putting ourselves out, putting ourselves in unknown situations, putting ourselves in places and times that are outside of our normal routine so that we might encounter that oldest living female World War II vet and be transformed by that encounter with her so that we might encounter Christ, the Christ that lives and breathes in everyone around us. And now go, receive this benediction, a blessing that is meant to be lived out as you go this week. May you go encountering God in the cool shade and breeze on a summer day. May you go encountering Christ in the stranger's voice that you hear, and you take that moment to encounter them and hear their story. And may you go knowing that the Holy Spirit, like the gentle breeze, will go with you every step of the way. May you go in peace, now and always. Amen. Amen. Amen.